This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy Be Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host, and I am super excited to have you here today, listening wherever you are, if you're walking, driving, working across the world. I'm so excited you're here today, my beautiful queen. So to kick things off, we always start things off with a little self-check-in. This is just a time to check in with ourselves, whether we're having a busy day, a super chill day. It's really important to ground ourselves and be present with how we're feeling and how we're doing. So wherever you are, I want you to take a nice deep inhale through your nose, fill up your lungs, lots of goodness, lots of love, peace, all the things. And then exhale, open your mouth slightly, just sigh out, letting go of anything that's been holding you back any insecurities any tension just let it go just slowing down all right I want you to ask yourself now on a scale of one to ten ten being amazing one being not so amazing how am I feeling today getting real with yourself here thinking about if something happened today that made you feel like this if maybe nothing happened just becoming present and aware now I want you to ask yourself what is something that I can do today to fill my cup Maybe it's listening to the podcast and maybe it's just slowing down and taking more breaks or drinking water. Could be anything. Okay. Now, speaking of water, I want you to ask yourself, have I hydrated my hot bod in the past 30 minutes? If you have not, even if you have, let's all grab our water bottles and chug our water in three, two, one. Cheers. All right. Okay, now I want you to ask yourself, have I stood up in the past 60 minutes? If you've been sitting down for a while, I want you to just stand up, shake out the legs, shake out the arms, get the blood flowing, and then sit back down or just keep standing. Yesterday, I was sitting down for most of the day and I was like, I need to stand. So I walked on my treadmill while I was working. Such a vibe, you guys. If you work from home, oh my gosh, 10 out of 10 recommend. It's so fun. We also got our puppies to walk on the treadmill, so that was fun too. Mermaid and Axel were like strutting up a storm. It was, it was honestly amazing. Okay, moving on, moving on. I want you to ask yourself, what is something that I'm currently working on in my life right now? Something that's an internal thing you're working on. All right, now I want you to ask yourself, what is something that I can do today to take a step in the right direction on this journey. So whatever you're working on, what is something you can do to move in the right direction today? Could be something small. Okay, and final question is, I want you to just take a moment and celebrate some wins. Think about what is a win that you've had so far in the past month? Could be literally anything. Maybe it's just starting that new workout program. Okay, cool. I hope you're feeling checked in. I hope you're feeling good and just a little bit more at peace and present with how you're doing in your life. I think it's really important to just take some time every day to just kind of sit with yourself and slow down and think like, why do I feel like this? And what can I do to continue to improve every day? Because life is a journey. It's not a sprint. And even if you feel like you're at your best self right now, I promise you can just keep leveling up all the time and just working on yourself. It's such a beautiful thing when we just work on ourselves and we don't get complacent with where we are. 
All right. Anyways, let's move on. So speaking of working on ourselves, if you did not listen to last week's episode, we're currently in a three-part series for Healing Girl Summer. If you don't know what Healing Girl Summer is, it's currently this trending term on social media where it's all about spending the summertime going internal and really working on healing any past traumas, any mental health struggles, any insecurities. So anything that's been holding you back just mentally, from becoming the best version of you and to feeling like the best version of, your, of yourself. So this is going to tie into our actually our Pilates Pilates program that I have on Sweaty Studio. If you don't already know or do my workouts, I am a certified Pilates and bar instructor and I have my own virtual Pilates studio called Sweaty Studio. I have more than just Pilates on it. I also have bar as well if you're into bar and all those things. So definitely go check it out. We have monthly programs and I'm launching on July 3rd. I'm launching our Healing Girl Summer Pilates and Journaling Challenge and it's going to be a full month. It's going to be so fun. I actually created a journal for you guys with prompts every day to mo- to go along with the workouts that you're doing. It's going to be so fun. I'm literally so excited to launch it and more to come on that, but that's kind of what triggered this three-part series idea for me. I was like, oh my gosh, this would tie along so nicely with our challenge that we're all doing together. So that's that. But anyways, last week I did a little Q&A style episode with you guys and you guys seem to love those episodes and I love those episodes too. So I basically went back and to the dms and i wanted to see kind of what you guys the feedback you were giving me and any more questions you had any topics you wanted me to dive deeper on and there were definitely a lot of awesome feedback and it was amazing to read everything that you guys are writing it's so cool to see just it's just so cool to see just how much the podcast helps you guys like i record this stuff knowing it's gonna hopefully help someone who's really needing to hear whatever i'm saying but i think it's beautiful to really hear stories and see how it's truly impacting your lives and i'm just really thankful to have the opportunity to have this platform and to be able to connect with so many of you guys literally all over the world like it's this cool job in the entire world i'm so thankful for it anyways Before we get into the mental health part of this episode, I want to give you guys a quick life update because we always do our updates. So I'm currently recording this on a Saturday. I know you're like, Kelly, whoa, you're so ahead of the game. Usually (laughs) I'm recording this the day before it launches. I definitely could record these episodes, like batch record them way in advance. But here's the thing. I like to keep everything real time. I just like to give you guys actual updates on my life. And I don't like to be like pretending, you know, I like to really just live life with you guys and just do it together so that's really why I record them so last minute and I do the same thing for my weekly newsletters too if you if you have my if you're on my newsletter email list I seriously write them so in real time usually I write them on Fridays and they go out on Sundays I just I do that because I really want it to be like I don't know I just I want it to be like we're doing everything together so anyways that's where I'm coming from with all that but Woo, point being sad. I am going away for this entire week, and that's why I'm recording this early this week. So I am going to, if you guys have heard of this, Young Life. I am going to be a camp leader for Young Life, and I'm so excited. So anyways, if you guys are listening and you're going to be at that camp, I hope I see you. But I doubt you're going to be listening to the episode if you're at that camp. Anyways, I'm really excited. I've never done anything like this before. I briefly helped lead a three-day retreat a couple like a month ago in North Carolina and it was absolutely so incredible and so fun and I was like really on the fence about being a leader for Young Life 
at the camp because it's really out of my comfort zone. I used to have, I have some kind of camp horror stories from when I was going to camp when I was younger. And so I definitely kind of had a scarring experience at camp and I've been really nervous to go back to camp. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. But end of the day, I'm just realizing that this entire week is not about me. It's not about how I feel. I need to take care of myself, obviously, and protect my energy and make sure my cup stays full because I can give more to people from there. But ultimately, it is about the people who are going to be attending the camp. So I'm keeping that in mind and I'm trying to just keep any of those previous experiences pressed down and just not, like not, 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 I can't even speak right now. I am acknowledging them, but I'm not going to let them hold me back from doing what I'm being called to do. So I'll give you guys an update on that next week. I'm really excited. I get back on Friday and we'll see how it goes. I'm so excited. Anyways, so other updates, you guys. I This is a huge life update, actually. So as you know, John and I have been looking for a house. We've been, we're currently renting a house. And while our lease does not end until I think it's like end of November, we definitely want to get started now just so we're not kind of like in crunch mode. And it's actually been really cool because we found this house we liked, but then we had just kind of like a weird just feeling about it. I don't know. There was like just some stuff that we were just, you know, when you get like weird feelings and gut feelings and you're like, I don't know that was kind of going on, but we ended up finding this other house. It's in our dream neighborhood. And it is like we walk in this house and our jaws just drop. We're like, this is absolutely insane. Everything that we were wanting was just like checking boxes. Such a cute house and it's like so beachy and just I'm so excited. But it was definitely a little out of our budget. And we were like, okay, let's let's see if we could just make an offer and see what happens. So we actually offered pretty low for this house and we were not expecting much because this market right now is kind of crazy. But this, this is like so God's timing, you guys. I've shared this quick testimony. My dad had told me some real estate advice and he was like, you need to find a realtor who has lived in the area for most of their life, whose parent was a realtor. And because those two things, like they know the area really well and they've grown up in just knowing the real estate stuff. Like those are from his experience, like some of his all time best realtor experiences. Not to say that if, like let's say you're a realtor and you don't have that criteria not to say you're a bad realtor at all I'm just repeating what my dad told me so I'm like okay that's good advice like let's okay whatever anyways I find this house on Zillow and I request a tour and Zillow put me in touch with this real estate agent she takes us through the house touring all the stuff we're tying with her after she's super cute like new mom all this stuff she's awesome and she's like telling us her story and she's like yeah so my dad he so I grew up in the area and my dad is he's a realtor and now I'm a realtor and I was like stop this is just my dad literally just told me the specific criteria a couple of days ago and then some more really cool stuff happened and end of the day this these owners of this house ended up, ex- uh, they counter offer, but they ended up accepting it eventually. And it was just really cool just how everything worked out. And it wasn't like I was sh- like forcing doors to open. It was very like, like everything was kind of opening and it didn't feel very hard. And it was really cool. And we're really excited because we're closing August 1st. Hopefully all goes well with the inspections and stuff, but it's just been like a really awesome experience so far. And I'm really thankful for it because I know from my parents' experience, like 
growing up, finding houses was not always an easy process. And I'm really aware that it can be really, really frustrating and challenging and discouraging. And so we definitely had some discouraging stuff going down, but like this was really just, it was really cool timing because we were feeling discouraged and there was not much in our budget. And then we found this house and we were like, this is amazing. So if you're kind of in a place of life right now where you're feeling discouraged and you're feeling like there just isn't a clear answer or a clear solution or like there's just not much out there, house related, not like anything else related. I'm not even joking. I know this sounds cliche, just trusting the Lord with it, trusting that he's going to make a way because I genuinely was not expecting to find a house like this one. And the fact that he, like everything that God just opened for us to get this house was so just unexplainable and super cool. So just trust that he has something better in store for you and just be patient with it because I was feeling really impatient and I was trying to work on being patient and that's when this house came along. So anyways, that's my encouragement for you if you're in a weird spot, but that's kind of the update. So much has been going on. It's I've been a little bit stressed lately, but I'm trying to like work on that. Other updates. Um, okay, for anyone who like struggles with anxiety, not anxiety. We're talking. We're talking about anxiety today. For anyone who struggles with acne, I just wanted to quickly be like, I, I get it, and I don't think people talk that much about acne. I feel like people do, but uh, there is something. I didn't really grow up having acne, and I was really really blessed in that regard. And it's like I don't know if it's after getting off birth control or like what exactly. I've been off birth control now for like three years and there is just, uh, it has been a journey and a half trying to figure out how to heal my acne and there are a lot of factors behind it. I definitely haven't been cycle syncing my foods like I was before and I think that really plays a large role for my body in particular for acne, but I started this new skincare product and it's supposed to purge my face first. And it is just, I woke up this morning with so much acne all over my face and I genuinely just felt like my confidence was just not there. And I'm trying to realize, I'm trying to be like, I need to not put my confidence in my my appearance. And that was a really cool like eye-opening thing. But I just wanted to hop on here really fast and tell you like, if you're struggling with anxiety, not acne, nah. Oh, I keep saying anxiety instead of acne. If you're struggling with acne, I am with you, okay? And like, we're gonna get through this together and I want you to know that no matter how much acne is on your face, it doesn't make you any less beautiful. Okay, I'll keep you posted though on the acne journey. I am really pumped about this skincare product. My friend is an esthetician and she was like, you need to try this. So has retinol in it, which apparently is supposed to help with hormone and like, I have like, I think it's hormone related acne. I also think it's stress related acne because it popped up when I was really feeling stressed. And anyways, I'll keep you updated on it. I'm excited, but I'm currently in purge phase, so we'll see. Okay, long intro, but let's get into our topic today. I made a little outline actually because you guys had some really awesome questions and I really just like want to give you guys the best answers possible. So first things first, we're going to dive into anxiety and inner child stuff and a little bit of self-sabotage as well. So the first thing, I was doing a little research and backstory, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, definitely go listen to part one. It's a really good intro into today's episode, but a little backstory is I was struggling a lot with anxiety about a year ago and 
it was chronic it was debilitating (laughs) there we go i got the word out and even this past like i i was healed from my anxiety and it was absolutely amazing i will say though sometimes the situational anxiety does happen and for example this week i was definitely struggling a lot with anxiety and stress and overwhelm and it was not it was not fun in fact as i'm recording this like i today just felt like in just go mode today i felt like i I just haven't really felt super present so i definitely want to say like i am still learning every day how to improve my stress and my overwhelm and anxiety and stuff but i do have some really helpful tips that have really helped me this week especially when i felt super overloaded with just so many different moving parts going on in my life and i'm going to share them so the first question that i got this past week and also guys if you have any questions please dm me on instagram my podcast instagram is healthy but human pod and i will try my best to respond i'm going to be better this next week i'm not going to really respond to dms but dm me and when i get back from my trip i will do my best to respond to all of them okay how to cope when you're feeling anxious for no reason This definitely goes into chronic anxiety chat and I want to first get into what even is anxiety if you're not totally sure if it's anxiety and this is just kind of a definition I found online that I liked and it made sense to me as someone who has experienced anxiety before. It's when part of your brain senses trouble. So basically when your brain senses trouble, it can put you into fight or flight mode, which is like survival mode. So when someone is experiencing anxiety, it feels like you're, I would say it's very much flight mode is the experience of just feeling like very, or I guess it could be either fight or flight. It could go either way, but just feeling very much like I need to do whatever I can right now to survive and just feeling like you're in danger. In danger is the word I would say. That fear that is caused by danger and the danger can be feelings of unknown results. So not being sure how the situation will pan out, something that is unknown, something that's out of control. So different things like that can lead to feelings of anxiety. So, okay, now let's say you are experiencing anxiety and you don't know how to cope with it or sorry, let's say you're experiencing anxiety and you don't know what is causing it and you don't know how to cope. So I definitely have been there and I'm like, why do I feel anxious? I don't understand. Like there's nothing going on right now that should be making me feel like this. And I think it's really important to, first of all, just press pause. A lot of times in my experience, when I've been experiencing anxiety, a lot's been going on in my life. So maybe if it feels like there's nothing that big going on, it could be the number of things going on. It could be the fact that there's a lot of external stuff happening that's very much out of your control. And it could just be, I think overwhelm is a very large factor in it. So it's identifying is, does my life currently have a lot going on? Are there things that are out of my control? that are also contributing to this overwhelm. Looking at that first, if that's still a no, if you're like, my life is literally fine, like I don't understand, I would just simply start by sitting down with yourself and taking a deep breath. I talked about box breathing last episode. I led you guys through a box breathing um, activity. I would look up box breathing online. There's definitely meditations on YouTube and stuff for box breathing, but basically what it is, it's when you inhale for four counts 
hold it for four counts, exhale for four counts, and then hold it again for four counts. This is one of my favorite breaths for just grounding myself and for slowing down and for helping with that anxiety. So I'll do a couple rounds of box breathing and then I will be sitting either outside. Being outside is one of my favorite ways to get present again. I'll usually be barefoot. I'll dig my feet into the ground so I can really just feel the grass. We also talked last week about sensory, the sensory presence activity of how you ask yourself, you basically do, you ask yourself, what are five things I see? Four things, I think it's four things I feel. Three things I hear. I don't know. I talked about it last week. I always get them confused. I'm like, I don't know which number is which, but you can look it up. It's this, I think it's called you could look up anxiety sensory exercise. It'll probably, five senses exercise. It'll probably bring something up. Anyways, that's one of my other favorite things to do for coping. But usually staying outside, it's just really awesome to ground yourself. And if you don't have access to being outside, maybe it's like pouring down rain or something. I mean, you could sit in the rain, but (laughs) I think it's just sitting in silence, making sure there's nothing that's going on that could be stimulating your brain. So something that I've started to do is going on walks in the morning with absolutely nothing in my ears. I used to listen to music or a podcast and I've stopped doing that. I mean, some days I will still if I really feel like it. But overall, if I wake up feeling like a little stressed or anxious, I will just go on a, a walk of with no stimulation and it's beautiful. So just having nothing going on in your ears and really just sitting with yourself, sitting with nature, and that's a great place to start. Another thing I love to do is I really, really, oh my gosh, there's so much peace and so much healing that comes from prayer. So I love to pray and just give up my anxiety to the Lord. I will be like, God, I am struggling with this right now. And can you just please take the burden from me and just Lord, give me some guidance, give me comfort, give me peace, Lord. So I'll pray that. And then if I'm really confused why I'm struggling with anxiety, I'll also ask God, is there something in my life right now that is opening a door to inviting in darkness into my life? Is there something in my life that is causing this? I just ask for him to reveal it and put it on my, in my mind, like put that on my heart or my mind. And usually something will come up and I'll like, it'll like be something like let's say I was listening to music that was causing it I would have that pop into my mind I was like okay I need to make sure what I'm consuming is light and is gonna protect my heart and protect my mind from any darkness that could cause that anxiety so something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast I remember the first time I got my period it was right before leaving for figure skating practice and let me tell you everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to 
you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where Hormone Harmony steps in. Hormone Harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is chase tree berry extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period sad girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, Feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Callie at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Callie for 15% off today. You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love love it, especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. 
Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I even want to talk a little bit about this, how what we consume has a huge impact on our mental health. And so it goes so hand in hand with just, I have to share a story with you guys. So this is, so, okay. When I drive a car, I've become pretty aware of the impact the different music has on my style of driving. I'm going to get so real with you guys. When I lived in Miami, I was low-key a reckless, aggressive driver. I'm not going to lie. I will say the traffic there is chaotic. You kind of have to be a little aggressive to get around, but I would have mild road rage sometimes. And I noticed that a lot of the time, what music I was listening to played a huge role in this. So if I was listening to house music or especially rap, it would make me more prone to anger and it would make me feel more on edge. So if I was listening to like a really fast paced song, I was like driving faster. If I was listening to like a pretty intense song, I'd be like, oh, like I'm kind of like fired up. Versus if I was listening to classical music or jazz or just some chill indie music, I found I was a lot more relaxed when I drive a car. Even to this day, I still notice the same thing with way less chaotic traffic. If I'm listening to a fast-paced song, I notice that on average, I'm driving a lot faster than I do when I listen to something really peaceful and chill. So this just goes hand in hand of making sure what you're consuming is good for you, especially if you're struggling with anxiety right now, especially like TV shows and movies. I mean, if you're struggling with anxiety, there's so many shows out there that are that are literally <laughs> that are literally written to make you feel emotions that are fake emotions because you're not actually in that in that scene that's not real life but like let's say you're watching a jump scare horror movie it's gonna cause you to feel fear it's gonna cause you to feel that anxiety of the unknown of what's coming next and so if you're already struggling with that that's not gonna add that's just gonna feel the fire of what you don't want so I think it's really really important to protect your mind and even things you're consuming on social media if you love to scroll through the comment section of different posts and a viral post and just read comments of people who are nasty and mean like you're gonna pick things up from that because it's just negativity and you're just consuming that negativity and I am speaking from my own personal experience I'm not trying to call anyone out at all I've done this and I've really noticed how it's had a negative effect on my mental health when I'm really going through it even on days like oh my gosh if I read comments on like let's say I have a post go viral if I read that comment section it truly truly has an impact on my mental health and I have to protect my energy like I if I have a post go viral I usually won't read the comments because I just know that it just isn't going to do good things for my mind so that's just like some tips I have for coping I think slowing down is the biggest thing and I know it's really hard when you feel anxiety to slow down but like just doing something that is not, does not cause that feeling. So another thing that makes me, really helps me with coping is longboarding. I, I've talked about this a lot, you guys. I love longboarding. It's similar to skateboarding if you don't know what it is, but I'll longboard around my neighborhood a lot. And like the other day I had a situation happen and it was just a really like, uh, just like a lot. It was kind of 
just like an overwhelming situation and it caused me to just feel a lot of negative emotions and I was just feeling like pretty on edge and tense and I was like you know what I need to go longboard right now and I went longboarding I had no music in my ears nothing I was just longboarding around enjoying some evening sunset peace I definitely came home and felt like a new person again. So even just removing yourself from the fast-paced situation and just doing something that is creative, that is feminine and flowy, and just getting that feminine energy in is really helpful for anxiety. Like, okay, I do not mean for this to sound weird at all, but okay, you know how there's like feminine and then masculine energy? So a lot, so every person has like both those energies inside of them. Like we have moments where we're more flowy and creative and just kind of like that vibe. That's more feminine energy. Masculine energy is more like, like very like productive, very like entrepreneurial, like fired up kind of stuff. That's more the masculine energy. So I've noticed with myself, like when I have struggled with anxiety before, I'm operating in that fast paced masculine energy in most of the things I'm doing. So if I can add in more of the softer, like slower feminine energy, that typically helps balance things out so that's another thing as well with coping for stuff okay moving on that was a very long question to answer or that was a very long way to answer that question but I hope that helped you a little bit there was another question that was pretty similar it's an effective way to control your anxiety I think it really is just the doing the opposite of what anxiety is creating so anxiety is creating that fight or flight mode it's that fear that fear of not being able to control, danger, alert sort of stuff going on in your mind. So what's the, think about the absolute opposite scenario of that feeling. You're probably going to think of something that's very peaceful. Maybe you're sitting by the ocean, feel the wind blowing on your face. You hear seagulls like chopping, (laughs) you hear the waves breaking. That's when I think of, when I think of the opposite of that dangerous situation, I think of that, or I think of being bundled up in a blanket on my couch with a candle and a warm cup of tea. So putting yourself in an environment that's like that, that's very helpful when coping with anxiety or even just visualizing an environment like that. If you're not able to be in that environment and just focusing on how you feel when you visualize that, that can also help a lot as well. Okay. Wow, that was long-winded, but moving on. (laughs) I also am laughing because whenever I'm... So I was thinking, I was like, you know what? It's going to be a shorter episode today, but it's already like 30 minutes. And honestly, time flies. You're having fun. And I love chatting with you guys. So it always just cracks me up though. I'm always like, it's going to be a short episode today. Whatever. Moving on, moving on. How to start your journey of okay wait you guys oh my gosh I just read my outline I've like not even been using my outline whoops but I really fast before we move on from anxiety I wanted to just quickly read you guys a verse that I found today that made me feel really like peaceful and so it's Philippians 4 6 to 7 and something about scripture in case you didn't know this is that it's really powerful to declare scripture out loud over ourselves. So reading the Bible out loud, that can have a lot of power in it and it can help block out and help protect you from darkness. So fun fact there, the tongue is very powerful. Okay, this is the verse. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So basically 
something that really, really just stuck out to me when I read that verse was Thanksgiving. And anytime that I feel anxious, truly something that helps me so much is being thankful. And I actually wrote in my phone last year, I set a reminder every day at 3 p.m. to give things for five things. So it's it's so cool what gratitude can really do. So just slowing down and forgetting about your problems for a second and just thanking God or just saying in general, like just thankfulness about different things that are you truly just thankful about in your life. It could be like, I'm thankful for the beautiful sunset. I'm thankful that I have a home over my head. Things like that. I'm thankful for my best friends. I'm thankful for the plants in my room. So right now, I want you to just take a moment and actually think about five things that you're thankful for right now. I'm going to be like 30 seconds to do so while I chug some water because it's been 30 minutes. I got to hydrate the hot pot again. <laughs> okay. So that's something else that's awesome. And then my last little tip about anxiety is I have two more quick tips. I lied, three. <laughs> These are quick though. So the first thing is when, whenever you're maybe feeling anxious is to ask yourself, will this still bother me in five years? So let's say it's situation, situational anxiety and there's, let's say you're in a fight with your friend and you're really anxious about, you send a text to your friend and you're really anxious about what her response is going to be. I think it's really cool to ask yourself, will this still bother me in five years? Because when you ask this question, it's going to help to reduce the power in the situation and make it feel not as drastic and not as all or nothing as it felt before. Anxiety can make things feel very all or nothing. And so this is a really powerful question to ask. Also, asking yourself, is this out of my control or is this in my control? And then if it is out of your control, just ask yourself, okay, but what is in my control right now? So you can control how you respond to things. You can control what you're doing in your day to day. You can control what you're thinking about. So a lot of the time situations are out of our control that may be causing that anxiety to, f- to flare up. And it is important to just instead focus on taking care of what you can control in your life and doing the best you can at that. Because end of the day, we can't control the external, but we can control the internal. And that's really powerful. And then my last little tip for anxiety is about getting movement in. I actually did some research for you guys and there's a Harvard study that was talking about how getting your heart rate up actually can change your brain chemistry so basically i'm just reading this off it increases the availability of important anti-anxiety neurochemicals including serotonin gamma amino butyric acid it's called gaba brain derived neurotropic factor and endocannabinoids if you're like a medical person you're probably like kelly what anyways that was cool And also it said that exercise activates the frontal regions of the brain responsible for executive function, which helps control the amygdala, (laughs) this is brutal, our reacting system to real or imagined threats to our survival. So point of the story is, I know it can feel really difficult to want to exercise when you're anxious, but exercise is going to really, really help you. And there's science to prove it as well. And also a little, little shameless plug. I have Pilates for anxiety on sweaty studio and I record those when I am trying to improve my anxiety struggles. And so 
I definitely, definitely have been a little guinea pig with those. And I can say for a fact that after I do my plies for anxiety workouts and finish teaching them, I literally feel so much better and it really has helped me. So definitely go try those out. They're packed with affirmations, mindfulness, and they're pretty, they're pretty, I guess, spicy, kind of intense, more fast paced flows because getting the heart rate up is really good for helping with anxiety. All right. So moving on, moving on. I really want to quickly just get into healing your inner child and maybe the third part will be more about inner child and self-sabotage since we didn't really get too too in depth on it but I want to just quickly chat about it because I did I did have a little bit of stuff on this so typically with just healing your inner child trauma I it's a, it's a long process and I think the first thing you can do is having that awareness is really important. So realizing, and this is what I will say, like if you're like, what is inner child trauma? So if you've noticed a cycle in your life, let's say you have certain situations that tend to just trigger anger inside of you and you look at the situations and they all have similar themes about them. They all are very correlated in certain ways. That could be a sign that you have some inner child healing to do. And I will just use a personal example really fast. So for me, I noticed that when I was in high school, I, and I didn't notice this until like a couple years ago. When I was in high school, I noticed that I had a string of different people I was dating who all, there was all a lot in common about the relationships and just different, there were just things in common about them. They were toxic. And so basically I was hopping from relationship to relationship and I just took a, I told you about this last week. I was, or yeah, last episode I was joking about how I had journaled for like 10 hours on the flight to Hawaii. And this is when I actually discovered all of this, how there were so many themes. And basically when I noticed all these different common similarities between my relationships that were just some toxic, some toxic behavior and toxic traits and all those things, I realized that there was some inner child trauma that I had never worked through that had been had started when I was just a kid and it doesn't have to be like anything crazy traumatic but I guess just here's just an example of something it could be it could be let's say one of your parents isn't around a lot and as a result as a kid you don't understand why your parent isn't around like let's say they're working all the time you probably don't have that understanding that as a very young child as to why your parent isn't always there for you but it can still do a lot of a lot of harm because when you're a child you're so impressionable and your brain is developing and a lot of things can leave lasting effects on you so if that kind of just feeling of abandonment started when you were young it could still be playing a role in your life today And for me, I definitely felt some of these things come up in different, I noticed these things come up in different ways that I, the different relationships I had been in. And so the best way to, first of all, you have to find that awareness. You have to figure out, okay, what exactly is this trauma and where did it stem from? That's the first step to healing it. And then the next step is, and it's a painful step, but just letting yourself really process it. And this is, this is something that you can do by writing yourself, writing your younger self a letter. You could write that version of you a letter, your five-year-old self a letter and just telling yourself, Hey, like I just like, I'm here for you. And I completely understand like 
how you're feeling, all this stuff. Just like writing a letter to yourself and just being like, I forgive you and all this stuff. And I think it's really important to, as you like process what you went through and you let those uncomfortable emotions arise, it's really important to practice forgiveness and forgiveness is when you're letting go of resentment and you're just acting out of love so it's unconditional love and I always think about how God forgives us from our sins and he sent his son down to die for our sins because he wanted a relationship with us and even as many times as we wrong him as many times as we hurt him he still forgives us and he still gives us grace and so if you've been struggling to forgive someone lately and you're like well I don't even understand like how I can forgive this person I mean they literally hurt me so bad I have been there and I I totally feel you and I I hear you and I think the best thing like the best thing that helped me in forgiving people that had truly just done so much trauma to me or caused so much trauma for me was realizing that it's just not a burden that I I need to carry anymore and so it's a form of just releasing that burden and truly just releasing that resentment because it's just not serving you carrying it and just because you forgive someone like it's still okay to be in pain that pain sometimes doesn't go away right away but when you forgive someone you're releasing that burden and that anger and that just pent up hatred and resentment and you're just choosing to release it and you're choosing to just give that person grace and move on and it doesn't mean that they're in the right doesn't mean you're in the right it's just releasing that burden so and that's something I'm still learning how to do every day I'm still learning how to really forgive and I think like in for example for me like healing my childhood trauma I mean there was there was stuff like I had to forgive like my parents for and like I had to forgive friends for and things that I didn't even realize I hadn't even forgiven people for. And when I forgave those people, like that's when the healing really started. So I think that's really the first step in healing your inner child. And then also it's like my therapist took me through, like last year I was going to a therapist and when we were working on healing past traumas, she basically took me through an exercise where it was rewriting the situation, how it played out. So she would have me envision the experience and then she would have me imagine that thing, that scene I'd painted moving further and further and further away from me and then imagining the situation in a positive light and then imagining that scene moving closer and closer to me until I was in it. So that was the exercise and she just had me do it a bunch of times until it started to help me rewire how things had played out. And it was really cool and I definitely recommend that as well. So just rewriting the story and it's definitely is a process and I think end of the day like going to a therapist is really helpful therapy is awesome and especially for healing traumas and for healing your inner child and that's something I recommend to anybody I understand though that therapy can be really expensive and there are a lot of books out there that do have awesome prompts and journal prompts and questions that 
therapists will typically ask and sometimes I found that those books can be really helpful as well and I'll just journal and I'll respond to the questions like I'm talking to a therapist and it's really healing and then um, the last thing I just wanted to talk about is with the inner child stuff is embracing your inner child so while you're healing your inner child, like doing those things that light your inner child up, thinking about things in your childhood that made you really happy. Maybe you love to go swimming in the ocean. Maybe you love to play dolls with your friends, or maybe you liked to write imaginary stories and plays and all those things. Just doing things again that really light your inner child up and just make that version of you shine. For me, something that I used to love as a kid was I was really creative and I'd always like write stories with my sister or I also loved just I just loved doing like gymnastics and stuff and I loved doing cartwheels and all those things I loved going on bike rides so just getting outside and like doing a cartwheel here and there and like going longboarding and just going swimming in the ocean pretend I'm a mermaid all those things it's really fun and so just doing more of those activities can be really healing as well for your inner child but Anyways, I really hope this episode was helpful for you and I'm really excited to do a part three as well. So make sure if you want me to dive deeper into any topics on mental health, feel free to DM me on Instagram at healthybehumanpod and I'll be sure to get to your questions and dive deeper because a lot of these questions today were from you guys. So definitely, definitely shoot me some questions. You can ask me anything and I'll do my best to respond. And also don't forget to tag me in your Instagram stories at healthybehumanpod and I'll be sure to repost you. All right, I will see you next time. Have a beautiful day. Keep shining and just keep having your healing girl summer because you deserve it. You deserve to feel so light and so at peace and I know you're going to get there. So I am praying for every single one of you, by the way, and I I just am declaring peace over all of us. All right, I'll see you next week. Have the best day and stay sweaty. Bye, my gorgeous queen. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.